This is 400 Plus. I'm Mark Sims. My guest is Trevon Bosley. Trevon Bosley is an activist here in the city of Chicago. How are you, Mr. Bosley? I'm doing great. I'm doing really great. I'm so happy you're doing my other podcast. This, we're going to speak directly to the African-American community because in places like Chicago, even some suburbs, even some you know rural areas, African-Americans send we seem to kill each other. And people are like, well, white people kill each other, but we kill each other every day. I think uh, out of the thousand murders here in Cook County, uh, and which includes in Chicago, I think 800 of them were, were black folks, African-Americans. So, uh, Trevon Bosley, how are we African-Americans going to stop this killing and cr- criminology of beating each other up, acting a fool, stealing? How are we going to stop this crime in the black community? Uh, one thing for sure, for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm speaking to like, the elders as well as the parents in the community, uh, we have to take back our communities. We have to create the village. Uh, I mean, we understand that our elected officials have to work for us. We do need them to do their jobs. And of course we have to be on top of them, but we need to be on top of each other. We need to understand that that kid down in the community is your son too. Uh, That's not just some dude that you see go in the corner, everything. And don't just badger people, like actually talk to them ask them how his day was before you try to provide advice like just getting to understand and love the people in your community can go a really long way and that's the one thing that we're really missing in the black community is just a sense of love well we don't have a love for our brethren we don't have uh uh just these uh feelings to go out and help each other like we used to and that's something that we have to bring back on top of of course keeping our elected officials accountable for the the things that we see in our community whether that's the lack of funding or all the other things that's going on we need to keep them accountable but we need to also keep ourselves accountable well the community ain't what it was when i was growing up back in the 70s and 60s and <laughs> yeah. 70s but and, and we're not and uh, and now but there are some neighborhoods that are like that i get it we're more diverse mm-hmm. than what we were and and as you will know you are very articulate smart 24 year old uh, we have a values gap if i saw mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Trevon Bosley walking down State Street and whatever, 115th Street in State, I wouldn't say nothing to him. I may, may say, hey, man, what's up? And that's about it because I don't know you. And then, mm-hmm. then African-Americans, as you, as, you, as you well know, as we all well know, we have this trust factor. Can I trust that young man? Does that person yeah. have the same values as I have? So I think we have a values gap. I'm not going to talk to a 24-year-old or 14-year-old because they may not have the same values, may have the same similar upbringing I had 50, 60 years ago. And so isn't that that trust factor a real challenge that we have to try to overcome? Yeah, no, for sure. We have to to overcome it because other than that, we'll just stick to our shells, we'll stick in our homes, we'll stick to our certain circles, and we'll never speak up and try to create some real type of change in our community. We'll just talk to a few people here and there, and we'll just see the things going on in our community and just complain about it. And we have to get past that trust, and we have to sometimes just relinquish uh, our egos sometimes, and when we go out into the community, just talk to people. You never know I don't judge a book by uh, its cover, I guess, is the best thing, uh, best way to put it. We should go out into the community and just talk to that brother that you see walking past every day. Actually give him a conversation, provide some form of advice, some tips. You know, uh, if you start to get to know the person and what he's into, just start to provide the services that you have available for you to help that person because you never know. 
these few little conversations that you have with somebody can go a truly long way and in the future really save lives. Well, Mr. Bosley, I'm shocked that you actually did the show, my show, my little podcast, <laughs> because I say that because I try, you know, I send out emails or Twitter message or Facebook messages, whatever. I say, come on the show. I know that everybody can't do the show. I'm taking a few minutes out of their valuable time, out of their life. I get it. And my fear was this is all my fear that's in my head. That some older head said, uh, 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 Mr. Bosley, don't don't do it, man. Don't go on Mark's show. You can't trust that Negro. Who he with? He with the he with the church? He down with Saint Sabina? Is he a fraternity brother? I'm saying, I mean, so the same issues we have, no matter how old we are, we have among each other. And that's what the brothers have on the street when they have this opposition forces they're fighting on the street, or whatever. Somebody just getting angry at each other, they got to end the argument with a with a shotgun or, a, or some kind of tech nine or whatever they get shoot out these days. So mm -hmm. I'm saying, I think we all, whether we are cr we're criminals or just community activists. We can't get along. We can't even be transactional. You're young. Do you have you had those issues when they say, "Oh no, you you can't associate yourself with those kind of Negroes, man. Don't do it." What do you think? Yeah, no. I mean, yeah. You you always hear that type of thing just just growing up. I mean, just in the community, like yeah, you shouldn't uh, associate with those people because they do this, that, and the third. But my thing is, if we want to build this community, if we want to create change, we have to all be on a unified front. We can't allow our egos to stop us from talking to other people and working with other people and creating the change that our community direly needs because I, I don't like the way you talk or you, you don't use the same vocabulary as I do. Like, we don't need those things stopping us from trying to create change. Yeah, getting along, like you said, we, we don't have to love each other to get along. I think people get that kind of kind of twisted. Now, this this is my pet peeve, a little thing I talk about before we get off the air here. Every, I could be wrong, but I believe that every criminal or murder in the city, murderer or criminal in the city of Chicago went to a public school. Whether they graduated or not, they went to a public school. I don't, I don't want you to beat up on the mayor or the public school system as an institution per se, but don't you think that if we really catch these young people in elementary school, maybe preschool too, and in high school, then they won't be a 15 or 20 or 35 year old criminal in the streets of Chicago where we say, we, it's so bad, you're like, man, maybe it's time for me to move out of this place because I can't deal with this crime. So shouldn't we kind of catch them while they're young, these, before oh. they become criminals? What do you think? Oh, I agree 100 percent. I think the problem is we always uh, I, I look at gun violence as a tree and we always address the branches and the leaves. We never address the root causes of what put us in this situation. We always just address, oh, we need more police. We need to put these people out here uh, to stop this down the third. That's a, a reactive thing. We need to address the root causes, which is uh, our school systems, as well as the other things going on in our community and our school systems, especially the Chicago public school system, uh, on the black and brown sides of town, we know that we're underfunded. The teachers, they're, they're incredibly underfunded. They have to go out and buy as much as they can just to try to provide some things for their classrooms. We have about 30 kids in a classroom. I, like, you can't learn in that type of environment. I remember even when I was in uh, Chicago public school, uh, we had a social studies book. Mind you, the president at that time was uh, President Barack Obama. Our social studies book ended at George Bush's first term. So, like, just understanding that we're already against, uh, we're already against a lot of odds coming out of CPS because it is completely underfunded and not preparing us properly to go out into the world and actually be successful and actually thrive. So, I mean, 
we're a product of, of what's being put into us. And I think for sure the city needs to understand that and we need to do more with our school systems. You know, I'm at the age uh, of Mr. Bosley. I'm at the point in the age where I don't want to hear what a 20 year old has to say. I really don't. <laughs> but I'm going, I have an open mind. And so I'm so happy. You're probably the first 20 year old I had on, on my podcast. I'm so maybe. maybe OK, maybe you are. I'm so happy that you are. And you are you are fa- fabulous. Thanks. For, thank you for being on 400 plus. But leave us leave us a little wisdom, a little hope that. Uh, we can reduce the crime and violence in African-American communities like Chicago and other places. We can do this. Give us a little inspiration. Oh, 100 uh, percent. Just to everybody out there, just be hopeful. Uh, I mean, we we've always been uh, against different situations throughout history, whether that was slavery, whether that was civil rights movement, whether that's been any other thing. We've always been against the odds. And we've gotten past it. We've gotten different things to change and we've always been fighting for a better future. So gun violence is just the obstacle that we're facing right now. But if we all continue to do our little parts in our communities, we can create the change.